2: Thanks to those three letters, thousands of homeowners have been able to say... No more mortgage on my house. I own it. Free and clear. Yes, A-H-O
1: helps make that dream of every householder come true. A-H-O stands for the Assured Home Ownership Plan of the Equitable Life Assurance Society. For full information on this money-saving, home-saving plan, please listen carefully in about 13 minutes. (laughs) Tonight, the subject of our FBI file, Grand Larceny. It's titled, Knockout.
3: Tonight's case from the official files of the FBI prompts us to ask a question. When is gambling not gambling? The answer is when there is no risk involved. For the dictionary defines the word gamble as, quote, to hazard something on a chance, end quote. And that's exactly what thousands of people who place bets with bookmakers do not do. For in far too many cases, the event they bet on has been fixed, the winner already chosen. Not only does the innocent better throw his money down the drain, but he helps debase the very sport he's interested in. If you must bet, bet only with friends or through legal channels. If everyone would thus restrict themselves, the underworld would have no incentive to fix sports, and all athletic contests would be real contests. Tonight's FBI file opens in a large southwestern city. The crowd is leaving an arena as a fighter in a faded bathrobe walks with his manager toward a small dressing room. Oh, listen,
4: yeah, the
5: citizens are angry. Well, why don't they quit? George, they paid to see a Christian thrown to a lion, and the lion lost. Huh? Go ahead, Gladiator, go ahead. What's all that stuff about a lion? Never mind. Climb up on the table. Uh. Yeah, where'd I put the scissors? The scissors, the scissors,
6: the scissors. Oh, oh, oh yeah. on a chair.
5: Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. All right, host them. Yeah. How you other paw. Yeah. Uh.
6: That is still bored.
5: <laughs> George, it's been so long since you weren't an encounter, your, your memory's failing. I ain't, punchy. Well, then you should remember the citizens don't like the local pride to be carted from the ring in oblivion. Oh, it wasn't my fault. I realize that, but the populace paid their drachmas to watch you run it doors to combat.
6: But Morgan didn't give me a chance to take a dive.
5: Would you care to have me stand in the ring and explain that to the crowd? Oh, huh Oh, you can't do that. Precisely my point. Morgan's falling through the ropes and knocking himself out was an untimely accident.
6: Oh. You think we'll get paid?
5: Of course. Kelly Franklin doesn't care who wins as long as every pew is occupied.
6: But you told him I'd take a fall in the third.
5: George, it's rather difficult to throw a fight in the third round when your opponent knocks himself out in the second.
6: No, but it well, wasn't let my let me fu-
5: worry, let me worry about the finances. Your problem is to think of new ways to lose a fight. Okay. If I know Charlie Franklin, and unfortunately I do, he's in a ringside right now trying to convince the newspaper men that true justice demands a rematch next week. But I can't fight Morgan next week. No, why not? We've got to fight New Orleans. Well, send him a telegram and announce you hurt yourself training. Uh, why, why are you gone? To Franklin's office to collect our paltry few dollars. i see you back at the hotel. Okay. And, uh, George, if any newspaper men come by, remember, Morgan hits with either hand like an enraged
3: mule. Later that evening at the FBI field office in a nearby city, Special Agent Taylor is writing a report when his phone rings. taylor speaking
7: detective sergeant bedford at new springs leo yeah hi jim just wanted you to know i made sergeant that's
8: great when this morning well congratulations
7: yeah well that's not why i called No? Oh? it was a bank messenger robbed here tonight right after he picked up the receipts of the fight club
8: well how much was stolen
7: a little over four thousand dollars
8: any suspects
7: oh, not yet the messenger hasn't regained consciousness hmm.
8: how about the people at the fight club couldn't they tell you anything?
7: Well, as far as I know, only the messenger and the promoter were there, and they were both found knocked out.
8: Where'd the robbery take place?
7: In the promoter's office. He and the messenger were found by the night watchman. How are they? Word from the hospital is they'll both recover. Mm. I expect to interview them in the morning.
8: In the morning? Well, that'll give the bandits a pretty good start.
7: Well, there's nothing much we can do about that, Jim.
8: Yeah. Have you gone over the scene?
7: Yeah, with a comb. I couldn't find a weapon or anything else that'd help. Look, how soon can you make it out here?
8: Oh, Wait a minute now. First, we'd better make sure of jurisdiction. We wouldn't be in on the case, Leo, if the money was stolen before being turned over to the messenger.
7: Well, I found a receipt in the promoter's pocket.
8: Well, that takes care of that. Wait till I check the airline schedule. Hold on, huh? Yeah,
7: okay. uh, New
8: Springs. New Springs. Here it is. Uh, Yeah. First plane I can get is 8.37 in the morning.
7: Will
8: you make it? Yeah. Now, Leo, I get in at uh, 10.20, so I'll meet you at headquarters right afterwards.
4: get any sleep in this hospital? I'm
7: sorry. Your nurse said you were awake. I'm Sergeant Leo Bedford, detective squad.
4: Yeah, well, you're late. I needed you last night when I got tapped out. Well, I'd like to ask you a few questions about last night if you feel up to it. Sure, but I might as well tell you you came to the wrong store. Oh, why? I don't know who did it. Well, tell me as much as you can, Mr. Franklin. Well, let's see. The guy from the bank came up to my office at about 10.30. Mm-hmm. The main go was over early. Yeah, I know. I give the guy my deposit, and he takes off. I'm at my desk a couple of minutes later when I hear a noise from the little room out front. I know Claire's already blown the joint, so I... Who's that? Claire Dawson, my secretary. Uh-huh. Her desk's out in the little office. I see. Will you go on, please? Well, like I say, I know she's gone home, so I can't figure who'd be out there. I call, but nobody answers. I go to see, and when I open the door... There's the bank guy laid out on the floor like the linoleum. The next minute, I'm clobbered out myself. Did you see anyone besides the messenger? No. Have you any enemies who would do this? Every promoter's got enemies. I don't figure any guy would want to tap me out for keeps. Were you expecting any visitors? Nobody, but the bank guy. see. How long before the robbery did your secretary leave, Mr. Franklin? A couple of minutes. The bank messenger was in my office when she blew... Then she'd have seen anyone coming up the stairs, hmm? Yeah, that's right. I never thought about that. She'd have passed the high sky. Where can I reach, Miss Dawson? She lives at the West Gate Apartments over on Broadway. Yes, I know the place. Well, thank you for your cooperation, Mr. Franklin.
8: Too. Oh,
7: down the hall. Hold oh. on. I was just over to the hospital to interview Charlie Franklin. Yeah, He's that promoter. Oh, did you get anything? Well, he never saw who hit him. But he said his secretary left just before the robbery and might have gotten a look at the bandit on her way out. Is she available? Yeah, I called her. She said she'd meet us. She should be here now. Oh, great. Well, there, did you talk to the messenger? No, he's on the critical list. Oh. And here we are, gentlemen. Go ahead. Thanks, sir.
9: Sergeant Bedford?
7: Yes, ma'am.
9: I'm Claire Dawson, Mr. Franklin's secretary. How
7: do you do? This is Agent Taylor of the FBI. How do you do? Miss Dawson, I assume you know about the robbery last night.
9: Sergeant Bedford told me about it on the phone.
8: Oh,
7: I see. What time last night did you leave Mr. Franklin's office?
9: Oh, about 20 after 10.
7: Just before the holdup. Who was there at the time?
9: Mr. Franklin and the bank messenger.
7: Did you
8: notice anyone near the office when you left?
9: Well, as I was going down the stairs, Mr. Archer was on his way up. He asked me if my boss was in and kept going toward the office.
7: And who is Mr. Archer?
9: Moon Archer. He manages George Putnam.
7: Putnam fought at the arena last night, Jim.
9: Oh. I thought he was going up to collect his purse.
8: Would you know where Mr. Archer could be reached?
9: Well, he was stopping at the New Springs Hotel. Was? Well, usually the fighters and managers pull out the day after the fight.
7: Well, Leo, we can call and find out if he's still registered. Jim, do you mind handling that? Oh, no. I thought I'd run back to the hospital and wait for a chance to see the messenger. Oh. Mm-hmm.
8: Roman. Uh-huh. Is, uh huh. Is Mr. Archer in? No. Are you George
6: Putnam?
8: Uh huh. Mr. Putnam, I'm a special agent of the FBI. Here are my credentials. Hi. You know where Mr. Archer is?
6: Uh, he ain't been here all night.
8: You haven't heard from him? No. Well, there was a holdup last night in the office out at the arena. We understand Mr. Archer was seen going up the stairs just before it happened.
6: You think Moon done the stick up? Well,
8: that's what I'm trying to find out.
6: Ah, oh, oh, he ain't that kind of a guy.
8: Well, there's at least a basis for suspicion. Why? Well, Archer was seen going to Mr. Franklin's office a few minutes before the robbery, and,
6: well, now he disappeared. Well, look, mister, just because he fixes a couple of fights don't mean he, he'd stick up a joint.
8: Archer fixes fights?
6: Sure. Last night was a bag job, but it went wrong. I, I was supposed to get flattened in the third. Oh, and who arranged that? Mona Franklin. Franklin was giving Petey Morgan a builder. I don't know why. He, he's a real stiff. He doesn't even know how to jab. He drops his left all the time. Here, here hold up your dukes now. I'll show uh, uh, not, you what Not I'm,
8: right what... now, thanks.
6: Right.
8: How did you happen to
6: win last night? Morgan knocked himself out. He threw a Marianne from back here. Missed me a foot. Went right through the ropes. I see.
8: Now, besides Archer, Franklin, and yourself, who knew the fight was fixed?
6: Oh, well, everybody, I guess. Morgan went in one to five. How's that? It was one to five. Favorite. Oh, I see. Huh.
8: You make arrangements like that very often?
6: Oh, sure, sure. It's better. Better for whom? Everybody. Fans got to see a good fight, and I know how I'm going to do.
8: Hmm. Tell me, Mr. Putnam, would you have any objection to signing a statement? About what? Everything you just told me.
6: Huh. I guess it's okay. Fine.
3: FBI headquarters in Washington is the nerve center of the organization and takes an important part in every field investigation. In this case, for example, it checked the names of George Putnam and Moon Archer in the criminal files. It routed an inquiry to an eastern field office where Putnam and Archer gave an address when registering at the hotel. It coordinated reports while Agent Taylor and Sergeant Bedford continued the investigation at New Springs.
8: May I come in, Mr.
4: Franklin? Uh, come ahead,
8: Franklin, I'm Special Agent Taylor of the FBI. Here are my credentials, sir? FBI,
4: eh? Mm-hmm. You here on the heist job, too? That's right, sir. You find out yet who clobbered me out? No, but we've got a suspect, Moon Archer. You on the level? Did you see
8: Archer last night? Sure. What makes you think he's a heavy? Well, your secretary said she saw Archer headed for your office as she was leaving last night. Well, what do you know? Tell me, would you have any idea where we might locate Archer? Sure, New Springs Hotel. No, I've tried there. Oh, I spoke to George Putnam.
4: That's stiff.
8: Well, he told me something that might fit into this picture. He said the fight last night was fixed. He's punchy. He signed a statement
4: that he was supposed to lose in the third round. Well, then you know right off he's daffy. If it was an El Fono for him to dive in the third, how come he win in the second? Well, he claims that was an accident. Anytime he wins, it's an accident. He fights like my Aunt Sarah, except he don't punch as hard. I'll take a price. there some bum looking for passes for next week's card. Hello. Mr. Franklin? Yeah. Is
6: Agent Taylor there?
4: Uh Uh-huh. Hold it. It's for you. Oh, thanks very much.
8: Taylor speaking. Jim, this is Leo. Oh. Leo, you talked to the messenger? No,
7: but we just got word on Moon Archer. His car went off an embankment on Route 31 and crashed to the bottom of a gully. (laughs)
1: We will return in just a minute to tonight's exciting case from the official file which shows how your FBI helped promote America's security. Now listen. A-H-O. Those three letters have spelled security in the lives of thousands of homeowners.
2: A is for assured.
1: H is for home.
2: O is for ownership.
1: And they add up to the assured homeownership plan of the Equitable Society. Ask any A-H-O family, and they'll tell you it's America's finest plan for homeownership Because of these three advantages, not always found in other mortgage plans.
2: First advantage, an equitable AHO plan gives you a way to pay off your mortgage years ahead of time.
1: Imagine being able to say only about 14 years from now...
2: No more mortgage on my home. I own it, free and clear.
1: Here's how this has happened to thousands of AHO families. The equitable AHO plan integrates a low-cost first mortgage with life insurance protection. For your convenience... A single monthly payment takes care of both. Thanks to the insurance element, a constantly growing cash loan fund is created. Year by year, the mortgage grows smaller and the cash loan fund larger until it's actually big enough
2: to pay off what's left of the mortgage. Second advantage of an equitable, assured home ownership plan, if the owner dies, his widow doesn't inherit a mortgage. She inherits the home free and clear.
1: And that's only half the story. In addition to canceling the mortgage, Equitable also returns to the widow every cent her husband had previously paid to reduce the principal. This may amount to hundreds or thousands of dollars. So, for many reasons, a man may consider himself lucky if his health, age, income, and the location of his home enable him to qualify for an Equitable Assured Home Ownership Plan. For full information, see your Equitable Society representative or write Care of This Station to the Equitable Life Assurance Society. Remember, the sooner you start an equitable, assured home
2: ownership plan, the sooner you'll be able to say, no mortgage on our home. We own it, free and clear.
1: And now back to the FBI file, Knockout.
3: Earlier in tonight's program, you heard the prize fighter explain his method of earning a living by throwing fights. Heard him explain it as casually as if he were saying he repaired automobiles or plowed a field. Many of you are familiar with the arrest of a number of college basketball stars, young men who likewise could see nothing wrong in doing business with gamblers. It is time for the American people to band together at their community level and counteract the inroads of immorality, of crime. For crime must be fought as we would fight any other contagious disease that threatens us all. Tonight's FBI file continues at police headquarters the following morning.
8: Leo, I just saw Moon Archer out of the hospital.
3: I thought he wasn't being allowed, is there?
8: Well, the doctor let me go in for a minute. Uh-huh. Did you get anything? No, he's still in shock. He's not making too much sense when he talks. Apparently, after an accident like that, the victim sometimes loses some of his mental coordination.
7: Then we may never get anything from it.
8: Well, doctor says condition isn't permanent. Did
7: the doctor give you any idea when he might recover enough to be questioned?
8: Well, they say maybe a day, maybe a month.
7: Well, Jim, I called the property room at the hospital. Archer had $11.40 on him when he was brought in.
8: And do you suppose that $4,000 is still in the car?
7: No, the state troopers searched for it.
8: Leo, are there any night safety deposit vaults in town? Yeah, I won. Can you check and see if Archer rented a box? Sure. Fine. I'll cover the Western Union office and find out if he wired the money to anyone.
4: Uh, greetings, Claire. Welcome home. Thanks.
9: <clears throat> I thought you'd still be in the hospital.
4: No, no action there, so I blew the joint.
9: Well, you look fine.
4: Yeah, I feel great. First good rest I've had in years. Hey, the place never looked so clean.
9: Well, don't thank me. Sergeant Bedford did it. Oh. He's been over every inch three times.
4: You find anything?
9: Not that I know of. You want to sign these letters? Okay. Oh, uh, I paid Rocky Adams.
4: Don't remind me about that. Now I'm, I wouldn't bet on breathing in and out.
9: Where have I heard that before?
4: Yeah, I'm leveling this time. If I blow a bet on Nelfono, i draw the line.
9: Rocky was a little surprised to get his money. Why? Well, he figured you wouldn't have anything left after the robbery.
4: He didn't make any guesses about the payoff being the gate receipts, did he? No. He's pretty cute that way. Uh, he, uh...
9: I told him to forget he ever had a bet with you.
4: You didn't have to.
9: If he went around saying he won $4,000 from you and got paid the day after the robbery, somebody might add the two items up.
4: Honey, the robbery's been solved. Archer's the boy.
9: You see him in the hospital?
4: No, but I hear he's off his rocker.
9: Yeah, then it doesn't make any difference if he does talk.
4: That's right. But after this, be more careful when you shove a car off a cliff.
10: Calling
9: Dr. Chancher Calling Dr. Chancher
8: Hello, Putnam. Huh? Remember me, Special Agent Taylor?
6: Oh,
8: oh, oh, yeah. Mr. Archer awake? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Well, you just came out of his room, don't you know?
6: Well, his eyes are open, but he but he talks real slow, and he ain't too quick on the uptake. Oh,
8: then he must be getting better. Huh? Oh, the doctor told me he'd have a period of dull speech and slow thought patterns just before his recovery. Moon's
6: got nothing on me with them slow thoughts, but uh, I, I didn't have no accident. Oh, huh? I just got a plain hangover. Me and P.D. Morgan tied one on to six a.m. P.D. Morgan? Yeah, guy I fought the other night. Are you two friends? No, no, no. I run into him in a saloon. He flashed a bundle and said some guy give it to him for losing.
8: I helped him spend it. You said you were supposed to fake being knocked out by this Morgan?
6: That's right. But he beat me to it.
8: Who gave him the money he was he? I don't know. You know where I can locate Morgan?
6: Well, he hangs around a joint called Louis.
8: Thanks. i better find out if that story's true.
3: When a bombing target is chosen by our Air Force, a number of small, detailed pictures of the target area are gathered and fitted together into a mosaic, a large picture made up of all the little ones. Each lead in an investigation is like one of those smaller pictures. Full of detail, but only part of the whole story. In this case, Agent Taylor left the hospital and went searching for Pete Morgan. Finally, Morgan was located and interviewed. After that, Agent Taylor returned to police headquarters.
8: Leo, you know a man named Rocky Adams?
7: Yeah, I certainly do, Jim. Who is he? Oh, a sure shot gambler. Been arrested a dozen times for bookmaking. Whenever I bring him in, he pleads guilty, pays a $50 fine, walks out free. Bookmaker, huh? Yeah, what makes you ask about him?
8: Oh, I saw George Putnam out at the hospital. He says Pete Morgan, the man he fought, told him last night he was paid to lose the fight.
7: Well, let's get hold of Morgan. I've then. already
8: seen him. He admits Adams paid him to lose in the second round.
7: Did you ask Adams about that?
8: Well, Adams claimed he didn't win a nickel on the fight, never gave Pete Morgan any money. Uh-huh. He doesn't even know Morgan. Naturally. Oh, did you get to see the bank messenger?
7: No, but I spoke to Moon Archer. Well, is he coherent now? Yeah, but his story only adds to the confusion. Why, what did he say? He claims he walked into Franklin's office and saw the messenger on the floor. Now... Not in the small ante room, the way Franklin tells it, but inside the office. Oh? He also claims Miss Dawson was there when he arrived, so obviously he's lying, or she is when she says she passed Archer on the steps.
8: He say anything else?
7: Well, that's all he remembers. Before he was knocked out, he claims the next thing he knew he was in the hospital.
8: That's becoming a familiar story. Yeah.
7: Somebody's lying, Jim, but who? There's only
8: one reason to lie, Leo.
7: That's for that money. But the money's never turned up. Hey, what happened
8: to Archer's car? Well,
7: it hasn't been moved yet. It's been kept under guard. Let's go see it.
8: Nothing in the glove compartment, Leo. Yeah. It's
7: empty under the back seat, too. You say there are no prints on the steering wheel?
8: No, somebody wiped it clean.
7: Well, that's suspicious right there, Jim.
8: Yeah. Come on, let's take another look outside, Okay. okay. Sure wish this ground was softer. Eh? Good set of footprints would come in mighty handy.
7: Yeah. But it also ensures that nobody could bury the loot out here unless they drilled a hole to do it. huh
8: Hey, wait a minute. Leo, how'd we ever miss those? Miss what? Look here. Yeah.
7: These hand outlines in the mud in the back of the car. Hmm. Whoever made them was apparently wearing gloves. Uh huh.
8: Leo, looks like somebody drove Archer out here, then. Push the car off the road.
7: Yeah. Yeah, but without Prince, it'll be tough finding out who it was. Maybe not, Leo. Come on, let's get back to town. Good
4: morning, Claire. Good morning. What's going on?
9: Moon Archer was here. Huh? He got out of the hospital today.
4: I thought they arrested him for the stick-up.
9: Well, if they did, they let him go. Have
4: any cops been around? No. How about the FBI guy?
9: I hear he left town.
4: Did you see the paper? No.
9: The bank messenger's recovering.
4: That's okay.
9: He won't be able to tell anything, will he?
4: Of course not. He was so... Come in. Hello there. Hello, Mr. Taylor. Sergeant Bedford. Morning. Morning. Well, Claire, we're well protected now. Yeah. See, it's none of my business, but I hear you let old man Archer go. Yes, he was released from the hospital this morning.
9: Why do you let a man like that walk around free?
7: Oh, I think I can explain that, Miss Dawson. Here, I believe these
8: gloves are yours. Where'd you get them? Sergeant Bedford and I picked them up from your cleaners. What? Our lab says the mud on your gloves matches the mud from the back of Mr. Archer's car.
4: What is all this? Why don't you just go out and find the guy who stole the dough? We have. You're both under arrest.
3: Charlie Franklin and Claire Dawson were convicted and sentenced to a federal prison for a bank robbery. In full confessions after their arrest, Charlie Franklin and Claire Dawson admitted the attempt to frame Moon Archer. They also admitted that after Franklin knocked out the bank messenger and Archer, the girl hit Franklin over the head to make the robbery story look legitimate. She then drove Archer's car with his unconscious body in it to the gully and pushed the car off the highway. The plan was almost foolproof. But this is only another in a long series of perfect crimes that your FBI's crime laboratory has proven to be not so perfect. Day after day, the technicians at the crime lab examine evidence from all over the country. Evidence in every type of case. Evidence that is not theory, but fact. Their test tubes, their microscopes, their every instrument is further proof of the aid science lends to law enforcement. Proof of the lengths to which your FBI goes in every investigation to accept not circumstances, but only one thing, the truth.
1: a quick review of two advantages of the Equitable Assured Homeownership Plan.
2: First, the mortgage bears interest at only 4%.
1: Second, the plan provides for a cash loan fund that may be used to pay off a 20-year mortgage in about 14 years. For further information about the Assured Homeownership Plan, see your Equitable Society representative or send a postcard care of this station to the Equitable Life Assurance Society. Mm -hmm.
3: Next week, we will dramatize another case from the files of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Its subject, Armed Robbery. Its title, Fiesta Fugitive. The incidents
1: used in tonight's Equitable Life Assurance Society's broadcast are adapted from the files of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. However, all names used are fictitious, and any similarity thereof to the names of places or persons living or dead is accidental. Tonight, the music was composed and conducted by Frederick Steiner. The author was Jerry D. Lewis. Your narrator was William Woodson, and Special Agent Taylor was played by Stacey Harris. Others in the cast were Ed Begley, Whitfield Connor, Bill Conrad, Joe Gilbert, and Bill Johnstone. This Is Your FBI is a Jerry Divine production. This is Larry Keating speaking for the Equitable Life Assurance Society of the United States and the Equitable Society's representative in your community inviting you to tune in again next week at this same time when the Equitable Life Assurance Society will bring you another thrilling transcribed story from the files of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Fiesta Fugitives on This Is Your FBI. Stay tuned for the adventures of Ozzie and Harriet. There's fun for the whole family when Ozzie and Harriet come your way next. This program came to you from Hollywood.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.